Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard and each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well today we have Jen Hibbard in the studio. You might know Jen, she actually administers the Susquehanna County Recycling Center and uh, here to talk about recycling and the program a little bit and uh, I'd like to thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so why don't we just jump right into it. So tell me about the County Recycling Center and the program that you offer there. Sure, Susquehanna County um, runs a recycling program. There is a collection facility located on Ellsworth Drive in South Montrose where we take uh, multiple different kinds of material. The drop-off is available to Susquehanna County residents 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, we're very unique in the state in that way that there's not a lot of facilities that are like that. And our other programs are available Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. So if you live in Wyoming County and you're listening, don't bring it. Technically, don't bring it to... you're supposed to be bringing that to Wyoming County. Okay. So, yep, don't come over in Susquehanna County. Uh, right. Okay. Good to know. Um, the, the program is... Uh, I'd like to think it's pretty successful. We're very popular. We have a lot of residents that come to visit us. And like I said, we're taking multiple different kinds of material there. And we're, we are somewhat different from, uh, you know, the Wayne and the Wyoming County Recycling. I think it's important to note that recycling is not universal. Everything you see online makes it sound like everybody recycles exactly the same way. And that's just not true. Every facility that collects material is going to do it slightly differently. They're going to collect different things. Um, it really depends on size, location, how the building is built, market marketability, you know, what, what we're able to collect and the best way to collect it. We made some changes a long time ago. Those changes have been uh, allowed us to continue the program. So, you know, like back in the day, we used to take newspaper and office paper. That was something that happened a long time ago. By making the change to mixed paper, we've allowed a lot more people to be able to recycle paper. We do a lot, much higher volume of paper, but that's not the way everyone collects paper. That's just an example of how yeah. recycling programs can be different. Um, I see. Yeah, uh, just going back to the different things that are accepted versus not accepted. I think um, one thing I realized that is those little arrows that you find, you know, on different types of packages, especially plastic, are pretty deceiving. Absolutely. So they're called the chasing arrows. And when plastic was first becoming popular, um, they found ways to, to recycle plastic. So the symbol was put on there to show that the material could be recycled in a laboratory and numbers were put on to determine the different types of plastic. But what we've seen over time is that there's not a demand for most of those types of plastic. We're, manufacturers are making those plastics far more than we are able to recycle them. So in a facility like ours, which is grant funded, and we have to make sure all of the material that we are accepting is being recycled. That's very important. In order for us to continue to get our grant funding, we can't take material that we might not be able to find an end user for. So the recyclable bottles, uh, number one and number two, are our primary. Those are the plastics that we take. It has to be in the form of a bottle and it has to have a number one or a number two on it. 
other plastics that are not, I mean, you may have like a berry container that has a number one on it, but because of the way it's made, it melts at a different temperature. We can't mix it in with our plastic bottles. And we have to have 40,000 pounds of any material that we recycle. So when we are collecting and sorting the material, we need to make sure that we're following the industry guidelines. So again, it would be plastic bottles with a number one or plastic bottles with a number two are the plastics that we're able to take. And so what kind of problems does that cause when you get the, the wrong type of plastic? So every item that comes to our recycling facility is touched by human hands. Every item has to get inspected. If there is food in the container, it cannot go into the load. If it doesn't meet the requirements of the, the plastic, for example, um, it, it can't go into the load. So that is the majority of time that is spent at the facility is removing the items that were probably well-intended placed in the load, but we can't allow them to get to the next step. You know, we're just a material recovery facility. We collect the material and we basically package it to send to the next step, which is the mill that's going to be processing the material. If the material is contaminated in any way, they can reject that load and refuse to take any more of our material. And that would be a problem for us. So we have to spend quite a bit of time making sure that we're taking out the mistakes, the oopsies. With the, and again, again, like you said, if it has the recycling symbol on it, People are, that's their instinct. They want to, they want to recycle it. They think that that's the right thing to do, but the recycling symbol only really indicates that it, it's scientifically possible to recycle it. It doesn't mean that there's actually a, a way to recycle it locally, if that makes any sense. Yeah, sure. So that brings us to a good point. What do you accept at okay. the recycling center? Okay. So we'd accept plastic bottles, number one and two, uh, tin cans, uh, aluminum cans, Glass bottles and jars that contained food or beverage and don't anymore. Sometimes folks get confused with the glass and think they can bring us drinking glasses or candles or room deodorizers. None of that is acceptable. It has to be food grade and it has to be clean. That's very important. Um, we need to make sure that all of the glass that is going into the bins has been rinsed out and does not contain any food residue because that glass is going to get broken whether it's someone putting a jar on top of it or when we, we empty the bin, if that glass with the food contamination is allowed to mix in with our load, again, we run the risk of the load being rejected and not being able to collect glass anymore. So all food residue needs to be removed. Um, we also accept mixed paper. And again, that's everything from junk mail to magazines to newspapers. Um, the general rule of thumb is if you can tear it, we can take it. Um, there are a few exceptions to that, but as long as your paper is clean and dry, um, we can take paper in our mixed paper bins. Okay. And cardboard is accepted also. We have a bin out there for cardboard. And again, the cardboard needs to be clean and dry. And a lot of folks don't understand why that is, um, especially with the paper and cardboard. If we put wet material in the load, it increases the weight of the load, and that's considered like a deceitful practice. Wetting your material and allowing moisture content into your material is a way for other facilities to get more money for their material. So when the, when the bales of cardboard, for example, get to the mill, they're actually tested for moisture content. So we have to make sure that um, the bale is not does not contain any wet material at all. 
Um, I know there's folks with, you know, you have a pickup truck, you load your cardboard, you get halfway to the recycling center, it starts raining, yeah. now your cardboard's wet. Mm. Um, now the problem is we, we can't take it. So if there's any way to cover, you know, keep an eye on the weather, keep things covered a little bit, um, that helps us tremendously because the wet cardboard can be a, a big problem and paper as well. So I'm, dry cardboard only. Right. Clean, uh, about- clean dry cardboard. How about pizza boxes? So pizza boxes fall under the category of you have to be careful of that food contamination again, just like glass. Right. Um, we get a lot of clean pizza boxes and, okay. and we still accept pizza boxes. But if you like as many toppings on your pizza as I do, and your pizza <laughs> bottom might be covered with a little bit of extra grease, you need to make sure you're removing the bottom of that pizza box and throwing it away if it has grease on it or okay. cheese um, or the occasional mushroom. Yeah. You want to make sure that anything that has any type of food contamination is not coming to the facility. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think those are probably the most common issues that we see when people are trying to recycle is the the making sure that the food has been removed from the from the container is very important and making sure that your paper and cardboard is clean and dry those are those are the things that help us the most i know it's an effort for people to recycle we appreciate very much the fact that people are bringing us their material it does help us tremendously if they they you know follow those little tips and make sure that i have signs everywhere in the drop off read the signs they're yeah. helpful. And again, our facility is going to be different than the way other facilities are taking it. So make sure if you're taking your recycling somewhere, you're following their rules and guidelines on what they take. Okay. Follow the rules. It's important. You said food grade glass and mm-hmm. make sure it's clean. Correct. Okay. And we do sort by color and wine bottles are never brown. I, the lighting in the facility is a little tricky and folks throw their wine bottles in with the brown when they're actually an olive color so they go in with the green so just another little tip wine yeah. bottles aren't brown okay uh, do you do business recycling we do we do have, we have many businesses that come and utilize the facility since the pandemic we've noticed that businesses are coming in larger loads are coming in less frequently so what we've asked of the businesses that are coming in with big loads is that they just let us know that they're coming. Um, we'll give them a two-hour window of when we, we hope to see them. That gives us time to make sure that we have enough staff and space to get them unloaded quickly and get them back to what they need to do and allows us time to process the material coming in. Okay, so it just gives you a heads up. Yeah, give us a call. Again, okay. that's 570-278-3589. Give us a call if you're if your business interested in starting a program and you don't know if what the rules are. It's a lot easier for the businesses to unload um, because we do we assist and we try and make it as quickly and painless as possible. Yeah, well, that's a good way to wrap up, right? If you're a business, make sure you reach out mm-hmm. to the recycling center, give them a heads up, uh, and they'll answer any questions you might have. And so you wanted to? No, I just I wanted to take the time to say thank you for having me today. Thank you to all the folks that bring the recycling, con- you know, their containers to us. We spent a little time going over the things that we don't want to see, but there's a lot of folks that are doing a beautiful job of recycling and keeping us extremely busy, and we appreciate it. And if you ever have any questions, again, the phone number is 570-278-3589. Do you have a website? The county has a website. Okay. It's at susqco.com, and there's a link to the recycling center and a page dedicated to all of our rules and guidelines. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Jen, for coming on the show. Thank you, Don. 
All right. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and the contact form where you can reach out and ask questions, or you can make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert, saying enjoy the outdoors.